everybody today seems to have realized that we need to be on LinkedIn. Somehow it's become the place to be as a working professional. And that's fair enough, right? It's the world's largest professional network and all that. But I'm really struggling most times to figure out what to say as me and what to say as my brand and my company. And it just, I just feel like I'm in this huge ocean of maybe really smart people or just, I don't know, just a network for the sake of a network. Am I getting it all wrong? Mm. With LinkedIn, there often seems to be no middle ground, right? I mean, you show up one day, you think you're on top of the world and you come around the next day and something else happens. Someone smarter, someone funnier comes along. And I think the reason it causes so much discomfort also in us, Subha, is because of what you said about it being a professional networking platform. So am I really putting my best foot forward at all times on a platform like LinkedIn? I think that's a very important question and so many sub-questions I think that it leads to. Let's uh, figure that out. Oh yes, please. Welcome to the Damn Good Marketing Podcast. We seem to have finally bitten the bullet and are ready to discuss a few things about social media. Today, let's talk about LinkedIn, how it can help us, why it doesn't help us as soon as we'd like to, should we have a company page, should we have a personal brand? How do we become a thought leader? And the many hundreds of questions that LinkedIn invariably leads to. Oh, this is really, really timely, Hasita. I think both of us have been reached out to by quite a few clients or potential clients wondering the same thing, that LinkedIn seems to be the place that we must have a presence on. So if we've cracked the whole website thing, then the next <laughs> thing to do is LinkedIn. Uh, but just what do we do? How do we start? Uh, who does the talking? What's the role of the brand? I think just just a little bit of confusion or haze for almost every small, medium, large business that hasn't really made a good show on LinkedIn yet. No, that's so true, Subha. In fact, even uh, what we typically consider to be very traditional industries, leaders from those industries have begun to reach out to us uh, talking about LinkedIn. And, you know, I think they've begun to understand that, okay, my competitors on LinkedIn, my partners are on LinkedIn, my investors, my vendors, my future hires, everybody, I mean, it's kind of a bit of a, you know, land of magic, right? Because where else on what other platform would you find all of these people in one place being their professional personas, right? Uh, we do have Twitter, which is very moment-based and you can make wonderful connections over there, but often in the context of the whole self and not just as the professional. We have other platforms like Instagram, again, which are more visual, I think, uh, not really a great place to showcase a lot of narrative, right? But on LinkedIn, you have all of these people you potentially want to meet. The real question is how, right? And uh, I think we've had uh, so many instances of different kinds of people, you know, wondering how do we use it? Where do we begin? But as they say, there's many a slip between the cup and the lip. So between the intent of, I think, wanting to be on LinkedIn and outsourcing it or doing it yourself in terms of creating content, uh, maybe even maintaining and managing a company page, there's a huge gap. Right. And I think that's worth discussing in detail because lots of people start an engagement, probably drop it midway, uh, you know, a month or two into the exercise. That's either because you've kind of set yourself the wrong goal 
or because sometimes consistently showing up right what is social media it's a bunch of people in a room and you have to put on your dinner jacket you have to you know polish your shoes and always put your best foot forward which is not easy i mean come to think of it no very true and i think uh, you know in in that light in terms of putting your best foot forward uh, the place to start logically would be that you show up first as yourself and make sure that uh, that's that's a good appearance right so you have a good personal profile right what what are some of the things to keep in mind there like what's what's important is it me mm. or is it the company that i'm currently working for like is, how do i balance the two mm, i think a personal profile is just that right it's it's your personal profile and the idea is that it outlives whatever role whatever function you might be in at this point in time and to that end by all means you know it's completely okay to talk about what you're doing right now if you feel like it uh, there is in fact my curiosity in machine learning has been peaked significantly because of the wonderful engineers at google who seem to share so much on the subject and who just you know kind of put those random thoughts and ideas in your head so in being present that way and just the fact that i said engineers at google uh, clearly they are creating some amount of recall for their brands and their companies and that's great for the company but at the same time the knowledge that they are sharing will continue to be shared whether they work at google or whether they choose to be self employed or they take a break so i think a personal profile is a personal profile and uh, depending on what i was looking for i think i would add remove some sections uh, sometimes the, see again platforms are very tricky right like they work on the brain and uh, when you fill all sections linkedin basically tells you that you have an all star profile <laughs> which is kind of nice it's like having a shiny golden sticker on your homework in a way <laughs> but not necessarily you know it's not necessary that all sections have to be filled out and i have to have a perfect shiny spiffy profile before i put myself out there right no that's true that's true and i think um, that presence is important because today uh, whoever i meet or even i know that i'm going to meet or i hear of a name uh, it's very it's become a habit to check their linkedin profile first and i no, i'm not sure i'm not really looking for anything in particular i'm looking for a kind of a comprehensive profile maybe that tells me what their journey has been in the professional space and then you're trying to find some connection maybe you know some alma mater in common uh, some prior work experience in common some industry related stuff in common so i think uh, yeah a good place to start seems like a, a well laid out personal profile so true so now that i've got my personal profile in place as a business owner or as an employee or a senior leader in a company i have to start thinking about how do i use this to market in a way the brand and the company but also somewhere myself right there's there's yeah. a bit of both so what do i do next hmm so linkedin as a marketing engine is again a whole different ball game right uh, i mean linkedin comes with its own proprietary tools such as the sales navigator to help you prospect better to exactly get the kind of information that i think you were talking about earlier subha in terms of understanding what do i have in common with these people that i'm trying to sell to right uh, unfortunately i think what happens uh, is that we see the scale that's possible because of a platform like this surely i mean if a few hundreds of thousands of people are present here then it must be that those 100000 people are just waiting you know i'm just one message away from making a sale right 
because of the ease of communication we tend to often mistake that for willingness to be communicated with right and i think that distinction has to be made if we are going to be using linkedin as a marketing engine right in my mind uh, of course if you have a targeted campaign if you have the manpower to pull off you know i'll reach out to 1000 people a week 2000 people a week by all means do that if that's part of your plan and if you have the muscle to execute it but most companies i find that they start on a much smaller scale right mm-hmm. it could be by being uh, a little more active on your company page it could be by the leaders themselves becoming a little more active in terms of the kind of content that they engage with so i think that intentionality is super super important for social media in general and linkedin marketing in particular so much more because until and unless you know the goal that you have in mind uh, and preferably a timeline within which you want to achieve it it can seem like a hugely scattered effort right how do you even consolidate all of it yeah no totally that makes sense because i think if you have a start with like one or two goals so it may be to reach better talent and you know improve your whole hiring uh, situation or it could be just create awareness that i exist in this space and this is the kind of work that we do and stick to those one or two goals and then use the company page and your profile to keep talking about that in in some way or the other and i think that makes a difference because if you are trying to let's say attract young bright engineers and you do have good jobs to offer them and that's laid out clearly on your company page your values your you know your culture how you work what your benefits all of that is kind of quick to find with and because it's maybe repeated in after every few posts and it's kind of when you scroll you easily catches uh, someone's eye then it does make a difference to a young you know, definitely yeah yeah and that's one of the beautiful things about a platform like linkedin right like your marketing goal uh, and i think a lot of us mistake marketing to mean lead generation but that's not necessarily the only goal uh, and even if your goal was to generate leads and was to start having more valuable conversations linkedin continues to be a very valuable brand building platform right because it's a way to be yourself and to talk about yourself because people expect it on linkedin it is expected that you'll talk about your work to a certain extent right i mean and hopefully other things as well from time to time so i just want to add one more thing in terms of lead generation specifically i think we need to ask ourselves are we setting ourselves hugely staggered targets right if i was not doing anything on linkedin until yesterday and suddenly in a month i want you know a hundred people to know who i am or a thousand people to suddenly start following my page uh, in fact slight aside uh, running page follower campaigns on linkedin is insanely expensive right each follower comes at a few thousand bucks if i'm not wrong uh, depending on which industry you're in so i think somewhere it's it's good right because linkedin is also encouraging us to move away from the vanity metrics and to really focus on what hey what do i want to do how can i really make this platform a part of my larger marketing scope right and we've said this about the website before as well and i i mean i'm going to repeat myself and say it again none of these things work in isolation all of them have a role to play for example like we said earlier lead generation could be a target brand awareness could be a target be- putting your best foot forward in front of your investors could be a target building more partnerships could be a target so just getting really really clear on these objectives and then using your profile your pages you know your employee accounts how are they engaging i think all of that really just ties into that singular objective that you have in mind 
but the one thing that we need to remember is to not be way too ambitious because advertising on linkedin is expensive oh yes i've heard i have not even gone there because i think uh, it's it's pretty expensive but there is a lot that you can just do by uh, in a way organically uh, building the connections building the network being seen by a lot more people and that comes just like you said by by intentionality by knowing exactly who you want to reach or the kind of people you want to reach and and tailoring your content and your activities on linkedin per se to that goal i think that's that's probably a good way to start and i think linkedin also you know it's just a good place to be to imbibe a lot of just about things happening in various industries and industries oh so true so true i've personally learned so much and i continue to learn so much including frameworks and processes and yeah. systems and you know uh, just an immense amount from the from my peers out there i think and it's quite generous and that's where i think subha talking about intentionality as you'd mentioned earlier it's so easy to see some people and their profiles and know exactly what they'll be talking about right like tomorrow if i need information on a certain subject i will go to this person's profile or this is what they're known for uh, and i think the repetition of who you are and what you stand for is also important on a platform like linkedin because no post lasts beyond that 3 4 day window after which you know other things take over until unless you've got crazy levels of engagement but when people know that hey if i follow them then most likely i'll hear all about content for example yeah. or hey if i follow them i might know how to do something that i didn't know before so i think some of these in fact there's a creator on linkedin during the pandemic he uh, i think started taking walks once the world had opened up and he just chronicles and journals about his walks and i find that to be a very soothing experience during the day uh, because it's a nice break from all the other i think the heavy content that i i usually consume mm-hmm. up until that point right yeah. so people who've been intentional you can see it in the kind of uh, content they put out very much very much you know i've started following a few people uh, and that's that's also possible right you just follow them you don't have to send out a random connection request where there's otherwise nothing really in common you're just a little bit interested in some of the things that they have to say mm-hmm. uh, and you're not really looking to you know meet or connect or give each other some job opportunity nothing like that right and so i've started following a few people because like for one one profile came up someone else pointed it out where he's just breaking down a lot of uh, you know world events in a very simplified mm-hmm. yeah those with, you know from an economic sense and you know how markets are reacting and stuff like that i find that interesting there are marketing folks who we both follow who kind of you know when you see an ad you know they're going to comment on it and so you yeah, look yeah. forward to that and that's interesting too and then there's a gold mine in the comment section right so don't miss that <laughs> oh so much so much yeah the reactions of people their inputs their thoughts i think that's it's it's nice to just get a sense of what's happening in the world around you and especially in your industry for us in content there's you know there are funny folks there are folks who just generously share little tips on how you can do things oh, better oh so true so true in fact i think just specific to copy i have seen people really just step by step break down the process that they follow to get to a copywriting outcome right and that's so valuable because in a way they are showing you how they think and where else will you get a chance to see such a step by step breakdown of that 
but also kind of on the other hand we have the lurkers right and i know to a large extent probably even we are lurking around consuming content but not really doing something about it and one of the questions that you know we often get asked in the context of doing work on linkedin is but i'm not too comfortable or you know i feel like everybody else knows more than i do or i'm a little worried about putting a post up on my company page because god knows how many people will see it right suddenly the reach is the whole wide world so how does that even work and i think it's okay to lurk wouldn't you say that i mean no, most definitely i think uh, lurking kind of has a negative connotation but your intention is just to pay attention to what you like and to absorb what you like and in a way not put out content for the sake of it and uh, not burden the world with something that you are not going to put out there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i think it's okay like uh, you know you have your profile and you have your agenda and you're following and you're getting something useful from others i think perfectly okay the other bit that i think you need as a brand or as a company is that you really can't have all your employees as lurkers because you need you need a <laughs> some engagement from somewhere <laughs> Yeah, like you know, to get things going, you need a few senior leaders, founders, employees, talking about the company, sharing some of the company page posts, and because that that's the kind of reach that you need to build. Yeah. Also, one recommendation I typically give to people is if you've not in general been comfortable using LinkedIn as a personal networking platform. then the likelihood that you know you will wake up next week and be able to use it as a marketing engine is very low because you don't understand the platform how will you go about leveraging it in a way that makes sense to you right so this is and this is where i think again those targets and goals come into the picture because it's it's become a bit of a supremely democratic you know situation out there wherein i just feel like okay i'm i can send a message to 10 people and even if one person might you know respond that's a good outcome for me i think that's just thinking about marketing the wrong way around right like if you're if you have 10 people then why can't you get good responses from five of them like what kind of effort would it take to make that outcome better for you and make that experience better for other people right because none of us want to be hounded with offers we didn't ask for none of us want to be bombarded with information that we didn't uh, really sign up for so it's always a bit of a permission thing wherein you have to really know and understand whether the other person wants to be communicated with and then you please by all means go ahead and promote whatever it is that you need to but in this whole interest of chasing targets sometimes we forget that social media is basically made up of people correct correct so yeah that that makes sense uh, and i think um, you know the other thing is really about okay how do how do brands and companies start and how do you outsource this yeah that's a big question right because i mean not everybody has a very social media outlook in house but at the same time there's also the challenge of not knowing who to outsource to how do you outsource it what are the three four things that you need to ask for when you outsource i mean outsourcing is what at the end of the day i think we are hoping that someone else will also kind of take the same amount of interest in this activity that we are right it's not outsourcing for that i wouldn't recommend outsourcing for lack of time is probably not a a uh, great place to begin an exercise like this from yeah. uh but if you do find resonance with somebody or you know a company a group or whoever who can 
you know, take your tra- thoughts, translate them, maybe put them out in slightly creative ways. And we've done this before. We've done it for companies that really have had that mindset. Uh, I mean, we are famously known for launching comics in the world of cybersecurity in LinkedIn. So I say, why not? And if it if it's something that really resonates with your brand, what an agency can really do for you is to one up the game that you're playing, right? And get you the kind of engagement that you want, because that's what we know how to do. Uh, but then also to bear in mind the fact that sometimes uh, when you're outsourcing it, don't do it for the wrong reasons, right? Like, I mean, some of us who have creator mode on LinkedIn turned on, uh, you want 15,000 followers, 30,000 followers. I genuinely don't see the point of it unless I'm selling a course or I have, you know, a very specific interest in playing a numbers game. Uh, why do I want that kind of followership, right? Is it not better to build more authentic relationships over a period of time? Let 10 people know you for who you are and what you do. And this actually goes back to one of the earlier episodes we did, Subha, on growth, right? Like we actually usually don't need as much growth as we think we do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> it can be overwhelming. So overwhelming. And again, like I said, you have to show up. You have to put your best foot forward. So try it with a smaller test group. And then see how it goes. And, I, and I've and i seen that over a period of time, if you're genuine, if you're consistent, and if people begin to get to know you for a certain kind of work or a certain opinion, automatically they'll reach out to you, they'll connect with you. And uh, the beauty of opportunities is that they can evolve in so many different ways. Yeah. So true. All of that's really, really useful. And I think uh, uh, it's about making a start. It's, it is another social media platform but it is a professional network uh, or at least hopes to be and continues to hope to be. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, just make a start, be who you are uh, as a working professional and just say what comes to mind. If you don't have anything to say, just read, just listen to others, uh, watch. And then I think slowly you'll get the hang of it and you'll you'll feel that, okay, I I do have something to say in in the space that I'm doing good work in. Yeah, so true. And speaking tactically, uh, you can even start by commenting on other people's posts. It's not necessary to always start with a calendar, you know, create something and put yourself out there that can be overwhelming from time to time. I mean, there's nothing wrong in having an opinion and sharing it, right? If it's a good opinion, so many people would resonate with it. So yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Maybe now it's time to talk about some of the strange things that happen. (laughs) So it's time for Topical, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. And now it's time for the much-awaited Topical. So Hasita, let's pull out the fun side of LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> sometimes funny, sometimes a little creepy, sometimes... Well, we, we'll see what comes out of it. I mean, for the uninitiated, I think it's important to know that Subha and I have this uh, WhatsApp chat thread called LinkedIn LOLs. <laughs> where we keep exchanging things that really made us laugh. Uh, but we are not mean people, so we just keep it to ourselves. <laughs> so far, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Hasita, who's the funniest guy or gal on LinkedIn? Dave Harlan, of course. I mean, <laughs> He has taken the LinkedIn motivators game and turned it, flipped it on its head. Wow. Don't forget his Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony, I tell you. We should put this in the show notes, no? Yes. Uh, You know, and I love how he, in a way, built his whole content around the content of someone um, very respected and, you know, the, the typical thought leader in the space, Simon Sinek. And he just 
all he did is comment on each of his posts with an uncle tony story and and that that made him a legend himself so much and all i need to do is read those comments to know that dave is a creative guy right and which is literally his bread and butter so beautifully done i would say yeah so that so dave's totally fun now let me hit the other side you know what's the strangest message that's landed in your linkedin message box i mean all one has to do is open the inbox and you'll find a mine of these things i i genuinely don't know why right like i've had experiences <laughs> where people have reached out to me and uh, uh, given me essays on themselves and their life stories within 24 hours of being connected and it's so it's such a jarring experience because i don't know you all i can see is a picture of you uh, and now you're telling me about your work experience fair enough it's linkedin you're telling me about the beach vacation you took last year you're telling me about uh, where your wife works and you know you're also telling me that you know if you're overwhelming me you're very sorry uh <laughs> hey sorry if i'm like being too much or if you know you feel offended by what i'm saying so i'm not going to i'm not the kind of person who's going to go out and say hey yeah i have been like you know bugged a little bit like get the hint bro and move on right i mean sometimes it's just <laughs> so many of those yeah oh if only they all got the hint but <laughs> maybe they will now <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the ones i find really weird are where they reach out saying you know i i i'm really i've gone through your profile and i'm interested in your service and i'd really like to uh, reach out how can i reach out by the way i don't uh, take whatsapp calls and i don't check linkedin too often and you can call me between 2 and 4 on thursdays and fridays and oh wow hello <laughs> i mean <laughs> <laughs> is there a filter not, for these things where is the filter for these things i'm not running a call center here and you know programming my calls to you so <laughs> oh god so who's the who's kind of like who are the few go to names for you in marketing oh so many of them uh, i think chris walker is the most obvious i think all of us in marketing do follow his work we also have uh, you know one of the guests on this podcast who's anji uh, and vlad mm. i think they put out brilliant content i always learn so much from them like if there was a way to have alerts for every time they posted i definitely would i've also started following this person called andrew kaplan because he posts a lot of good product marketing related stuff which is not really something that i know the in and out of uh i also like you know a lot of work that's done in the copy space from indian creators like kartik shrinivasan i think was the person that we were referring to earlier in this episode uh i think i find that it takes a lot of thought to be able to put out the kind of posts he does on a daily basis right i mean that comes from a place of interest and you can just see that so very relevant on that front yeah i mean these are people off the top of my head i'm sure there are so many more that i'm missing out like ben goody's podcast is a great place and he talks about some of the things that he learned on linkedin as well so yeah just a lot of lot of learning opportunities all around sounds good sounds good i mean clearly this is a place to be nowadays there's not too much of a doubt enter and exit at your comfort i guess so true so true and i think not to put pressure on ourselves to always show up and do our a game uh, i am a great example of that i started a series about in january a weekly series which i've kind of given up on over the last couple of weeks uh, initially i felt very guilty about it but then i think i need that time i just need that time you know to put some of my thoughts together to really bring it into a shape that's presentable to the world so it's completely okay to just fall off the wagon sometimes 
uh, and not to measure success by the number of posts that have been put out there yeah, i think totally. but to just think about the value of the connections and uh, you know how much fun am i having really if you're not then don't do social media <laughs> yeah totally i think just be yourself like like most other platforms just be yourself and uh, take your breaks and uh, enjoy the people you meet and connect with so true and know that all of your opinions by the way are visible to the whole wide world so <laughs> make it a no good opinion <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode about linkedin we hope you enjoyed it we hope you took something away from it if you're considering being a bit more active on linkedin or if you've got a company page that you're considering making more active on linkedin do reach out to us to ask any questions that you have in mind and we'd be happy to answer them our linkedin profile links are in the show notes as well and we hope to see you there bye bye